With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I should wear sunglasses on that person. Y'all know they gotta wait for the beat to drop. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite of the Too Much Game Podcast. Sitting here with my super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. How your week going, Ben Ready? It's getting better, man. I'm catching up with myself, man. I'm still a little bit behind, but uh, after this week, I'll be all caught up, man. That's that retro, uh, uh, what's that, the retrograde? Yeah, the retrograde ain't over with. Yeah, Mercury retrograde still uh, up to its old tricks and shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking everybody shit up. <clears throat> you know, my week was all right. I don't yeah, think I man. did shit. Hey, but, but the escrow, baby. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. You know, motherfuckers, the buyer said they're going to fix the roof, so that's going to save me a hot 20 bands. The plumber said everything was straight, so that that's looking up. You know, everything is uh full speed ahead on, on the home buying process. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful it's, thing. It's a, it's a wonderful look. <clears throat> but today's episode is called... Who is the real enemy? Um, I had a conversation with a coworker of mine yesterday because it's been a slow news week. Usually, you know, I like to do the show as far as seeing what's, you know, at the top of the timeline and what's in the news, what's in the headlines and just go off of that. But it ain't really too much that happened in the news that I'm really like, I, I don't really feel like my opinion is is necessary. Some shit I don't give a fuck about. Other shit is just, you know, that's it's not the context of my show. Like, you know, uh, prayers to everybody that that went down in the airplane, and you know, mm, uh, the Australia or New Zealand shooting. Which one was that? No, I'm talking about uh, that plane that crashed. Oh, I think yeah, it was yeah. Nigerian Airlines. Yeah, Air, didn't <clears throat> nobody make it? That was fucked up. You know the. Also, that the shooting in New Zealand of those mosques, that's fucked up. You know, prayers to them and their family. And what happened to YB and Amir, which I was thinking about. No, uh, YB and Almighty J. Yeah. Getting robbed in New York. That was fucked up. That was some sucker shit. Whoever did that, man, y'all, y'all blew it. That was some bullshit. But that kind of ties into what I was getting ready to talk about today. Cause like I said, I was talking to one of my coworkers yesterday. We was at work and shit, and you know, just regular truck driver shit. Just you know, bullshit and talking back and forth about you know life and what we done been through and what we going through and shit like that. And you know, he was telling me his son got killed, you know, by gun by gang violence. Mm-hmm. Like you know, could couldn't stay up out the streets, which is fucked up. Cause you know, a lot of motherfuckers, you know, is. No matter how you was raised a lot of times, you know, it used to be like, you know, if you you keep your kids out of a certain environment, they won't fall a victim or they won't fall into it or they won't get into it. But nowadays with music and media and just the way that this shit is glorified, even if you put your kid in the right environment, they'll still fall off into that bullshit. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I was telling them, like, you know, I got cousins and friends I lost to this bullshit, like. I don't want to lose no more. So I keep in contact with a lot of the younger motherfuckers in my family and just younger dudes who I got any type of influence over to, you know, keep them out the web as much of the shit as I possibly can. Like I try to show them that, you know, you can get legal bread and you ain't got to be a geek to do that shit. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of motherfuckers, they feel mm-hmm. like if, if you not quote unquote a gangster or a street motherfucker or, Basically doing some illegal shit like you 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 a nerd, 
like, oh, this nigga got a square job. Like, he's a sucker. Like, nah, motherfucker, you can have a square job and still be on your shit. Like, you can have a square job, still get bitches, still get money, still have a fly car, still live a fly lifestyle, dress nice and all that type of shit. Like, you ain't got to be in the street living fast money to, you know, be a cool motherfucker, basically. Like, Especially the ones that don't have no record. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can go get you an A1 job as a young motherfucker and still ball out and do all the same shit that the motherfuckers getting the fast money doing. Mm-hmm. But you can keep your bread. You ain't got to look over your shoulder. You ain't got to dodge the police or dodge the enemies or dodge nobody. You could just live your life, you know, basically with, with no strings attached. And that's a wonderful feeling, man. Hell yeah. Like, I done did both. And this square shit, I ain't going back. Mm-hmm. Ain't no fucking way. Like I ain't been to jail, so I ain't saying I ain't going back to jail because I ain't never been to jail. But I ain't going back to the bullshit. Like as as fast as the money coming, it's cool to get you know the, the money fast. Everybody want their money now. Right. Don't nobody want to wait for the money. Don't nobody want to work hard for the money. But at the same time, it's a lot better when it took longer and you could keep it longer than when you get it fast and lose it fast. Like, that's some bullshit, especially when you look at the risk attached to it. Like, you risking your life for this shit. You risking a life sentence for this shit. That shit ain't the fucking play. Like, we need to teach our kids to avoid a lot of the pitfalls that come with the bullshit. Even if a lot of us made them fucking mistakes. Like, you know, some motherfuckers is on the, you know, well, I I did it, so who am I to tell my kid not to? You a motherfucker who had that experience. So you the perfect motherfucker to tell your kid not to. Like, we as a whole need to stop making this shit seem like like it's fly shit. Because a lot of motherfuckers, when they sitting back, you know, telling their old war stories, a lot of times the way that they tell the story makes it seem like it was some fly shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, oh, man, I remember I used to get high and do all this bullshit, man, shoot motherfuckers, man. We had so much fun. That shit makes motherfuckers want to do it. Like, damn. Being a gangbanger is fun? I should try that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, smoking whoop-de-whoop is fun? I should try that. Some, some niggas talk about jail, too. Exactly. Like, you <clears> know how many motherfuckers I know make, make prison sound like nothing but dominoes, fun conversations, and kicking it with the homies? Motherfuckers make prison sound like it's fun. Like, you know, motherfuckers got to understand, man, you know, kids are listening to everything you say. They listening to how you say everything that you say. So when you say something and you make that shit sound like it's something enjoyable or something commendable or something fun, motherfuckers going to gravitate towards that shit, man. Motherfuckers going to want to do that shit. So when I tell motherfuckers about, you know, bullshit that I done done in my past and just shit that I done been through, like, it's not like. It's a, man, this gangbanging shit is the shit. It's mm. like, man, this gangbanging shit ain't shit. Fuck that. You don't, need to, you don't even need to get involved. Fuck what these motherfucking rappers is telling you. Fuck what all these motherfuckers in the streets is telling you. Especially when you listening to a motherfucker who's still in the shit. And a lot of these motherfuckers will trick your ass off the streets. They'll trick you into doing shit that they not willing to do themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, some of these motherfuckers will give you a pistol to go put in some work, and these motherfuckers ain't a shooter they self. This nigga a whole bitch, but he done convinced you to do some gangster shit because he made you feel like it was some fly shit. Or he made you feel like it was something he done did already, and he ain't did shit. You know, a lot of y'all big homies is busters. A, a, a lot of niggas in the hood got a little homie that's with all the shit, and the big homie's a straight bitch. Big facts. Because the big homie is influencing these little niggas to do all types of shit that they are not with. And that shit bullshit. Like, you know, motherfuckers need to, you know, tell, you know, tell these little dudes, man, stay the fuck away from these buster ass niggas. A lot of these big niggas is bitches. These motherfuckers is convincing you to do all this shit and you thinking it's the flyest shit in the world. Because this nigga done told you a fucking big fish story about how he used to do this and how he used to do that. When in reality, a nigga ain't did shit. Nigga a whole sucker. But he convincing you to do some shit that's going to get you a life sentence. That nigga turning turn you into the, the rider that he wish he was. Exactly. 
That his like, dead homies was. Exactly. Like, you know, they say a lot of the, all the real niggas is in jail or dead. Mm-hmm. A lot of the buster ass niggas on the streets is convincing you to be like the niggas that's in jail and dead. And they bitch ass gonna stay on the fucking street. Like, that shit is not the fucking, you know, it's not as cool as motherfuckers make it sound, but they love to do that shit because them motherfuckers want you to do all that shit, you know, to quote unquote, you know, make the hood look good. But your bitch ass wasn't making the hood look good because you a fucking sucker. The hood would look good if everybody was getting money. Get some money. Fuck the bullshit. You know, but it's like a lot of these motherfuckers, the, the, the shit that they trying to put in your fucking head. It's all fuckery. And I'm just trying to basically dispel the myth of, you know, like motherfuckers thinking that everything in the fucking streets is cool. Like, trust me, dude, I done done did it. It's not really nothing that's something to be trying to brag about. Like, because at the end of the day, it it ain't no no pension on it. That's why I I never understood why, especially when, when, you know, a lot of niggas has been here since the 70s. Uh, some 60s what's so on so on um and they see the the damage is done and that is doing like niggas will leave like if you really sit where's the end game after game banging exactly i always say it's the war with no winners yep. like most wars the victory of war is submission of your enemy taking land or a regime change but in gang banging, there's none of that. We're not going to take over your neighborhood. We can kill all y'all. It ain't like we finna move into your homes. So we're not going to take over your neighborhood. We're not going to, oh, we killed so many of them. Now they're they not going to be bloods no more. Now they're going to be crips. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen either. No. You know, there's not going to be a, a regime change. Like there's nothing. The You just do it. And then another generation comes up. And now they back shooting at us. That's just what happens. Like the the end game of gang banging is there is no end game. It just keeps fucking going. And at the end of the day, it's stupid. It's like these motherfuckers tricked us into this shit. And we can't trick ourselves out of it. And we can. It's just a lot of motherfuckers don't want to. It's like a lot of the big homies is acting like little homies. Like this motherfucker is 35, 40 years old. And still doing the same shit that niggas 19 and 20 is doing. Mm-hmm. So who's to tell these young motherfuckers to get up out of this bullshit if the old motherfuckers is less mature than the young motherfuckers? A lot of these OGs are still on the street because they was bitches. A lot of these older motherfuckers didn't do shit in their day. That's why they still on the street. So when they telling you all the shit they used to do, a lot of these motherfuckers is lying, homie. A lot of these quote unquote big homies is fucking busters. These motherfuckers trying to trick your little ass off the street. Any of these motherfuckers that to put a pistol in your hand and not try to put some information in your head ain't your fucking homie. That motherfucker's not your big homie. Mm. Like, fuck the bullshit. Like, you got to realize, man, like, a lot of this shit is, is fake. These motherfuckers is, is selling you a fucking dream, and it's really a nightmare. Because, you know, you, you doing life and your big homie is on the street. <clears throat> Basically raising another nigga like you to go do the same stupid shit you did to get your ass up off the streets. Mm-hmm. You know, so we just need motherfuckers to, you know, get their mind right and teach these young motherfuckers a better way. And a lot of the problem as far as teaching the young motherfuckers a better way is a lot of the motherfuckers who who supposedly like the positive role models. They kind of geeky. Like, you know, a lot of the motherfuckers who who come into the schools and walking around your neighborhood and trying to tell the little young dudes, like, yeah, man, that gangbanging shit ain't cool, man. You know, this street shit ain't cool, man. You know, whoop-de-whoop. We looking at them like, how do you know? You been a square your whole life. You don't know what the fuck I'm going through. You don't know, you know, the type of life that I'm living. You don't know what the fuck this shit about. So how the fuck you going to tell me what is and what ain't? And a lot of them motherfuckers, they, what was you saying? No, I, I was going to say, like, what do you feel would be, like, the proper solution? Like, even though, like, there's no end game, like, me personally, I don't think it's ever going to die. Like, niggas bragged about that shit on music. Game banging, it'll never die. That's not a good thing. But what will, the the what's the first step do you feel it would take to start ending this shit? 
Man, I, I honestly just think that it's going to take for us to, to raise a generation of motherfuckers who got their heads screwed on together. Like, I, I feel like our generation and possibly the generation after us lost. Like, I don't think these little motherfuckers, the, the motherfuckers our age, I know for a fact, a lot of motherfuckers my age is is hardwired into what it is. The right. generation before me is hardwired into what it is. It's going to take motherfuckers our age who got younger kids and the generation after that who got younger kids to teach their kids that them motherfuckers that look like you ain't your enemy. Your enemy don't look like you. Your enemy is not your skin color. Your enemy is the motherfucker who told you that the motherfucker your skin color is your enemy. Like, your enemy is the motherfuckers who say that your brother is your enemy. That's your enemy. Your brother ain't your fucking enemy. You know, we, we gonna have to be the motherfuckers to show them that that's not the way to go. Like, me personally, like I tell motherfuckers all the time, like, I'm, I'm with it, everybody where I'm from know that I'm from where I'm from and I do what I do. <clears throat> but at the same time, I'm I'm on my ain't I don't got no enemy that look like me. Right. From where I'm from, we have supposed so-called enemies. But I'm not looking for oh, we finna go over there and get them. Man, the motherfuckers ain't did nothing to me, homie. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's red tag sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. So, damn, them motherfuckers ain't my enemies. What's done is done. Why the fuck am I going to keep the fucking cycle going? I'm going to go ahead and let that shit stop with me. And a lot of motherfuckers our age need to let that shit stop with us. What's done is done. And we need to teach these little motherfuckers. Because a lot of these motherfuckers right now, like as far as the whole shit, we fighting a war. We in beef with motherfuckers and we don't know why we fighting. I don't know why I don't like a lot of these motherfuckers on the other side of the street. A lot of my homies don't know why we don't like them motherfuckers on the other side of the street. We just know we don't like them. And that's a lot of this shit. A lot of us is in beefs behind shit that had nothing to do with us. We just grew up knowing that them motherfuckers was the enemies. Or shall I say, thinking that them motherfuckers was the enemies. Because at the end of the day, yo, your brother ain't your enemy. No motherfucker that looks like you is your enemy. I understand hand-to-hand, man-to-man disrespect. If it's a motherfucker who you have a personal problem with, then y'all deal with that person-to-person. But there's no fucking reason why you should be mad at a motherfucker because of his address. That shit don't make no fucking sense. Like, these motherfuckers look just like you. These motherfuckers got the same struggles you got. These motherfuckers live the same type of life you got. They got a mama like you got. They got a daddy like you got. They got a brother, sister. Kids, all that shit, the same as you. We in the same motherfucking sandbox. Yet, you on that side of the sandbox, so fuck you. That shit don't make no fucking sense, especially because, like I said, we're we're taught this by somebody else. Mm-hmm. This ain't our motherfucking beef. This is somebody else's fucking beef. A lot of this shit is behind some bullshit. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up. Uh, um, I've been listening to a lot of, uh, San Diego, like uh, hip hop, underground hip hop, and um, there was this guy named um, Gangsta Earn. Gangsta Earn was a well, he he well he was twenty six when he got killed, but he got a song where he talked about uh, how they hood, because in San Diego it's mostly it's mostly bloods in San Diego. He yeah. he, he a blood, so 
they all used to get along. All the bloods that they used to get along. And a lot of them don't get along no more. And he he talked about it. And basically, they the bloods stopped getting along with each other over rocks. The OG, yeah. OG nigga came for rocks, whatever. Something happened. Young nigga took off on the OG. Ever since then, blood's been getting spilled. Oh, over crack. And it's not even like taking over your block. This is buying. You try to you try to jack me for my crack. So we got uh they're about three maybe maybe three generations deep of beef because of you wanted to smoke crack. Exactly. And that's <clears> what I'm saying. Like a, a a lot of this shit is like you just said, that shit is old as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our whole neighborhood don't like your whole neighborhood behind an incident between two motherfuckers. Yep. That ain't how the shit should be. I understand being unified with each other, but in unity, it should be like uh, the movie Planet of the Apes. Apes shall never kill ape. If we got a disagreement between us, then we need to settle that. But we don't need to have 30 motherfuckers shooting at 30 other motherfuckers and 30 other motherfuckers shooting back. Behind what the fuck happened between me and you. Let me and you settle that shit. And then we're going to go ahead and keep on moving forward. Because we a lot stronger united than we are divided. And a lot of the bullshit is us finding fucking reasons to separate ourselves. Like these motherfuckers turn the key and the machine keeps running itself. Like these motherfuckers... Put us in this little fucking sandbox where we fight for fucking resources. And then instead of us saying we be a lot stronger if we all get together and make money together, we decided, no, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, let's separate. Let's all break up into tiny little fucking groups and shoot at each other, which is fucking stupid. And the crazy shit is like, I be telling motherfuckers, man, like, I don't believe that all this shit. Is us versus us. Like that shit in Chicago. I honestly believe that the police is involved. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. What they said that they was dropping off boxes of guns back in the day. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure they still doing shit now. Exactly. Just like when we tried to have the gang truce in LA. I heard the police shot it up. I wouldn't doubt it. Because they, they can't. Because we would run. We would run our streets. In our exactly. neighborhoods. Exactly. And they can't have that. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. And you know. Like I think I said this shit in like what episode one we don't need a leader because a lot of motherfuckers in the black community is like you know i just wish we still had a martin luther king they'd kill him again Mm -hmm. if we had another malcolm x they'd kill him too we don't need a leader we need a mission like we need just as a group motherfuckers you know our age older younger just around the the og era we just need motherfuckers to teach these little young motherfuckers what we need to be doing everybody need to have a sit down and just be like look that shit dead whatever happened between whoever whatever that shit is gonna happen between whoever and whatever and we just gonna all unite and we gonna get over this shit we gonna get past this shit but all these little motherfuckers trying to see who could get off the streets first basically man that shit dead my boy Aladdin Saddam said they did the same thing here in Kansas City. So it's nationwide. Yeah. Cause could you imagine from here to New York, everybody was on all, all blacks was on one accord. Imagine a bunch of black wall streets from here to New York. Exactly. You ain't gonna be able to kill all of us. You can't stop all of us. <clears throat> we would take over the country. Yeah. Whites would be the real, and I mean minority as far as no more power. Yeah. And niggas might be like, oh, y'all did that to us. Guess what we got for you niggas now? And they don't want that. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. Because, like, you know, one of my points is I'm not telling no nigga to put his gun down. I'm just telling him to know who to shoot at. I don't never tell, you know, when motherfuckers tell me they got to, you know, man, I ain't, I ain't turning my pistol in. Don't. I ain't never told them, like, when they be having them gun buy- buyback programs and, you know, put down the guns and do this and do that. I ain't putting down shit. That's how they win. Exactly. I'm not putting down a motherfucking thing. I'm not telling no gang member to put no motherfucking gun away. Keep your gun. Just don't shoot your motherfucking brother. 
you know, my thing is Zimmerman's ass is still walking around with a gun. So don't push shit away. Mm-hmm. And as long as motherfuckers like Zimmerman is walking around, I'm not respecting your gangster. You ain't all that motherfucking gangster if Zimmerman's motherfucking ass is still alive. Exactly. I look at shit like this. You see, you know, you and the homies, y'all all sitting on the porch. Mm-hmm. Green van rolled up your street. You don't know who it is. Motherfuckers grabbing pistols, getting on point, getting behind cars, ready to bust. Same scenario. You and the homies, everybody got a pistol. Y'all all on the porch. Police car rolling up. Niggas throwing guns and running. Like that van could have, it could have been 30 people in that van all armed, Mm -hmm. but y'all was ready for action. But when that police car rolled by with one little white man in it, y'all niggas turned into bitches. I don't see the, what's, what's gangster about that shit. Like we don't got that same energy when it comes to, to that situation. Cause it's like this, a life sentence is a life sentence. So if you gonna go do some dirt and put in some work, make it count. <laughs> get get your true. real enemy if you finna just be kamikaze. If you don't give a fuck about nothing, if you just like fuck it, it's whatever. Bust that, you know who need to be busted. But other than that, man, psh, put it in your pocket. Cause I'm like, man, we we got a bad self hate problem. We real quick to ride on each other, but we let these motherfuckers slide with a lot. And it's it's a myth when it comes to that, as far as like how they say, um, you know, oh, when 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 a when a white police officer kills a black man, you guys have all these marches and all of this shit. But when a black man kills a black man, you guys are silent. No, we're not. That is a fucking myth. When a black man kills a black man, number one. Three or four niggas going to jail. When a black man kill a black man, every nigga in the car going to the pen. Mm-hmm. So there's no uproar because, number one, justice was served, so-called, supposedly, quote-unquote, sarcasm. And number two, it's going to be repercussions in them streets. Motherfuckers going to go ahead and go back and get who did it. Or who's close to who did it. And the cycle continues. Which it shouldn't. And like I'm saying. That's a lot of our problem. We real good at getting revenge on each other. We need to get revenge on the motherfuckers. Who created this motherfucking problem. That we got here. But a lot of us ain't doing that. A lot of us is. No nah, we just gonna keep. You know shit's fucked up. We gonna keep it fucked up. Like you know. I, I just I just hate to see that shit. Because. A lot of us is way too talented, too intelligent to be tricking ourselves off the motherfucking streets. And a lot of like I'm saying, as far as the motherfuckers who have the. The right mindset are the motherfuckers who are looked at as corny. Like as a kid, I wanted to be a gang, a gang member. Like I wanted to be a a dope dealer because when I was little, that's who looked cool to me. Right. The motherfuckers who had the chains and the fly cars and all the women and the motherfuckers that everybody liked, they was the D-boys. They was the dope slangers. Like, I grew up in the 80s. I grew up in the kingpin era. So when I was growing up, all the motherfuckers who I wanted to be like was selling dope. So I'm like, shit, fuck the bullshit. Why would I want to be a square motherfucker working hard eight hours a day? This motherfucker getting off work tired. Fingernails dirty. Motherfucker looked, you know, he just looked like he just out of it. He looked like he had a terrible fucking day. Why would I want to be like this motherfucker when I could be like this nigga with the motherfucking low rider with the fat ass dookie rope chain on with the three bitches in the car hitting switches? And I see this nigga on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Every day I see this motherfucker, he looked like he having a good time. That's the motherfucker I want to be like. Mm hmm. So a lot of motherfuckers, as far as like the dudes who got their shit together, like they just need to do a better job of marketing pretty much. Motherfuckers need to, you know, show these little dudes like, man, this this shit cool, too. It's cool to be a square, too. The money might not come as fast, but it sure lasts 10 times as long. It might take you eight hours a day. You know, you might have to bust a 40 hour work week, but this is 40 years of success that you're going to be able to enjoy and more. 
You're going to be able to stay on these motherfucking streets. You're going to be able to live a long life. Your grandkids going to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Like all the bullshit that these motherfuckers on, like, man, shit, man, I got to, I'm, I'm going to get it out the mud. You ain't really getting it out the mud. You getting it out the white man's pocket. At the end of the day, a lot of the motherfucking shit that, that we getting is we playing into their hand. They want to see us getting fast money. They want to see us doing all the bullshit. Like the police love that shit. If we got on our shit, man, the motherfuckers be out of, out of a job. Cops wouldn't even make as much money as they make if motherfuckers had their shit together. Niggas be walking around on what they call it on the beat. Them niggas be back to billy clubs, nigga. Man, exactly. But the crazy shit is if the police really wanted to stop the gang problem, I think that's what they would do. Be on the beat? Yeah. Because you're not finna be doing all that bullshit that you would be doing if you know it was police in the hood. Mm-hmm. I know that straight the fuck up. Police in the hood, everybody phone ringing. Hey, cuz, the ones in the hood. For sure. Put the pistol in the house. Everybody finna be chilling. We gonna wait till we get the word that that motherfucker bent that corner. Oh, he gone? For sure. Now, you know, it's it's back to bullshit. We need to let that shit go, man. Like, you know, like I said, we, we need motherfuckers to be the teachers that we need. A lot of these motherfucking OGs who squared up and went and started doing that shit legal, these motherfuckers need to start coming back to the hood. A lot of motherfuckers, when they get their shit together, they like, shit, man, I ain't never going back to the hood. I ain't I ain't got no reason to be over there. I ain't going back over there. But a lot of the young motherfuckers need that. Like, they need a motherfucker who did all the dirt, put in all the work to come back and say, look, motherfucker, I did all that shit. I got the same level of respect as all these OGs, but I'm over here living life. I got a big house in Rancho. Mm-hmm. I'm doing well. Do like I'm doing. Fuck this bullshit. Don't go to prison. Do what I did. Get your shit together. Like, motherfuckers are so quick to get their shit together and move to fucking Rancho. Move to Riverside. Like, I shit, motherfucker. I live in Rialto. But, you know, I still go to the hood. I still, you know, try to talk to at least a little couple of motherfuckers who I fuck with and try to get them a little bit of game and knowledge and shit. I got a couple of homeboys I talk to. You know, they driving trucks and shit. And, you know, we sit there, talk on the phone and shit, and I tell them, man, you know, do it like this. Do this, 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 and this. And your ass will be able to get paper. You won't even have time to be bullshitting and fucking around because you're going to be too busy trying to get this money. You're going to be too busy spending this motherfucking money. And when you got money, bitches, and all that type of shit, you ain't got no fucking reason or time to be hanging around putting your motherfucking life and freedom on the line. Mm-hmm. But it takes motherfuckers who got their shit together. It takes motherfuckers who, you know, who own their shit to teach motherfuckers who not own their shit to get on their shit. It's, you know, it can't just be the squares. It can't, it can't be the L7 weirdo corny looking motherfuckers because don't nobody want to listen to them. And that shit is in the Bible. Shit, the Bible say wisdom is better than strength. But nonetheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised. Which is, don't nobody want to listen to a broke motherfucker. And nowadays, cool is the currency. And if you not cool, you practically like a broke motherfucker. Like a corny motherfucker coming to talk to some young motherfucker. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See Website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's red tag sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Cause even if you jump out a whole ass Lamborghini, they're going to be like, yeah, but you got Skechers on, though. Why the fuck would I listen to you? 
Don't nobody want to listen to a nigga with Skechers on. Like, motherfuckers want to listen to a motherfucker who they want to be like. And a lot of these motherfuckers in the streets is the type of motherfuckers that little niggas want to be like. Because when I was little, that's who I wanted to be like. And I fell off into that little bullshit for a minute. And I was like, shit, this is cool. You know, but then it's like, damn, when you look at all the homeboys who you're going to be talking to on them little phones and shit, the little motherfuckers is going to be on Facebook. Like, I got a couple homeboys. These motherfuckers got tried as adults at 16. Niggas got 95 years. Niggas ain't never coming home. They going to die in the pen. Like, is, is, is that the life that you want? Because that's the motherfuckers who I tell my little cousins about and shit. When I'm trying to tell them the 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 pitfalls and the the fucked up shit about living this type of lifestyle, mm-hmm. like man, homie, I got niggas who I talk to all the time who ain't never coming home. They they gonna be in there forever. I got a bunch of homeboys on t-shirts. Like you know, shout out to the homie Geechee Gotti. You know, be battle rapping and shit, man. Sometimes I be hearing this motherfucker battles. I be like getting teary eyed. Because a lot of the motherfuckers he talking about, a lot of the scenarios that this motherfucker bringing up, I know these people personally. And I know this is real shit he's saying. And this shit is not glorious, beautiful stories of victory. This is fucked up shit. This shit is not like happy, yeah, man, we 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 going to prison and, and dying and killing niggas. And, oh, this shit is fun. Like, no, he like, nigga, this shit is, this is not the move. Like, this is a cautionary tale of how bad it could get when you put yourself in this motherfucking lifestyle. Like, fuck the bullshit, man. Go get you a nine to five or something. Go go do the square shit. You know, and with a lot of these fucking rappers, the reason I get so annoyed listening to a lot of these rappers talk this bullshit is because 99% of these niggas ain't do none of what they saying that they did. At all. Like, that's the reason I'm a fan of the, the, the rappers that I'm a fan of. Because I'm a fan of motherfuckers who could tell you from the standpoint of a motherfucker who did what they talking about. Because a lot of them motherfuckers, they know that this shit is not cool. They telling you this is what I did and this is why you shouldn't do it. As opposed to a motherfucker who ain't never did it telling you how fly it is to do it. You know, like, any rapper that'll tell you, oh man, selling dope is fun. You know, getting shot at is fun. That's how you know a motherfucker ain't never did this shit. Like, that's why I don't respect a lot of these motherfuckers. Because I'm like, dude, I know you a bitch. If you can sit up here and tell a motherfucker that, you know, jail and, you know, prison and all this other stupid ass shit is cool. You ain't really living like that. You ain't do that shit. Because any of us know you've been shot at. By a motherfucking, you know that you the motherfucker they shooting at, it ain't nothing cool about that shit. You know, the pressure of having to go back, it ain't nothing cool about that shit. Even if that's what you with. Like, man, that shit ain't, it ain't fly. Like, especially like fucking, what this nigga say? My nigga Geechee said that shit in the motherfucking rap. I forgot, but basically the whole punchline of the fucking shit was only thing I fear is evidence. Because real street niggas know it ain't doing the crime that's scary. Nigga, pulling the trigger don't take nothing. I could shoot a gun with my left hand. I could shoot a gun with my weak hand. So it's not like, oh, you you big bad gangster. You can shoot a nigga. It ain't nothing to shoot a nigga. These little white kids is shooting each other at these fucking elementary schools and shit. It don't take no balls or no bravery to shoot a motherfucker. The scary part as far as being a street nigga is that couple of days after you do the shit, when you waiting for the motherfucking police to knock on your door. That's scary. A nigga, I'm more scared of the police than I'm scared of any of these niggas in the street. And that's the reality of being a street motherfucker. So like I said, motherfuckers, they don't be scared of each other. Like, we not scared of each other. We scared of the consequences of what the fuck we out here doing. So we need to teach each other, you know, basically teach the younger generation that that's not the type of life you want to live. You don't want to be scared every time you see a motherfucker police car roll by. Like, that's bullshit. I got a twisted way of, of uh, thinking of how to get how to get things in order to change the day in the neighborhood. Like, you know, a lot of this stuff is driven by ignorance. So it's like if 
I believe in destroyed and then rebuilt. So it's like, okay, if, if as a whole, you got niggas getting together and in the neighborhood, like, look, this ain't the way to go. Or, you know, we trying to change our ways right now. So if any of these niggas be like, you know, and fuck that, fuck that shit, blood or fuck that shit. Cause nigga, this still the set, blah, blah, blah. Gotta go. Gotta go. Meaning if, if it's something that's going to fuck up this good thing we have, it gotta go because you got niggas that'll be like hey you know the hood hot right now you know uh over there you know uh in the the, the next neighborhood over niggas is wild in our enemy hoods and you have a nigga that's still going to mission knowing that right now it's too hot for the shit and you bring the shit back now we can't even do our thing if you know whether we in the hood serving or whatever the case anything can can, can trickle trickle back down and fuck up everything so my way is like nigga it got to be like on some mafia shit. You damn near got to carry this shit like the mafia. If a nigga out here fucking up, we tell you to chill like how, uh, uh, on, uh, fuck. What's the movie when they told the nigga don't spend the money after they did the lick? Um, Goodfellas. When they told niggas they hit the lick, hey man, don't be out here buying shit, no nothing. Nigga got the Cadillac, the new mink, all the niggas had to go because they was bringing heat in front of police. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, as far, I know, I know like, as far as like the killing part is, is, is deep as fuck but it has to be something to let niggas know like nigga this shit is for real and we really trying to push the line to somewhere else yeah you know what i'm saying like or you just have to separate niggas have to be like look you know i'm from the hood but i'm ready to i'm i'm done with this shit it ain't nowhere if you if you want some other shit roll with me yeah but see that's and that's what i'm saying like because that's what a lot of motherfuckers do like they get their shit together and they separate Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is the motherfuckers who do that, you need to come back and at least try to save as many as you can. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like, come back to the hood, just, you, even if it's just every now and then. Yeah. Take a couple of the little homies to where you stay at and show them how you living. You know, take them motherfuckers like, hey, man, look, I could get y'all motherfuckers in at my job. Who ain't got a felony yet? Which, you know, which which yeah. one of y'all motherfuckers got a little clean record, man? I can help y'all motherfuckers get in where I'm at, and y'all be making what I'm making. Yeah. Because that's how I get down with most motherfuckers in, in my circle of influence. I'm like, man, if you got a clean driving record, I can, help, I can get you in driving trucks. Mm-hmm. Like, my little cousin right now that live where I stay at, like, I got him on the shit. Like, you know, when I was working at the warehouse I was working at, I'm like, man, come out here, trust me. After about a year or two, you'll have your own spot. You'll be able to take care of everything you need to take care of. Just come out here where I'm at, get you a little job, and, and you'll be straight. You can still go back to the hood and visit. You can still go back to the hood, you know, whatever. However, you want to do your thing because you're a grown man at the end of the day. Right. So I'm going to let you do what you're going to do. But at the same time, at least come out here, just get a little taste of what the little square money doing. Because trust me. It feel good to have a 401k. It feel good to have life insurance. Mm-hmm. It feel good to know that even if you do get killed, at least they ain't going to have to have a fish fry for you. Yeah, no GoFundMe. Yeah, they ain't, they ain't going to have to be out there washing cars with your picture up. Like, it's it, it's just a lot better to live the square life than the street life. Because especially now, it's not like how it, it was and a lot of these motherfucking rappers be selling this motherfucking oh man you know i couldn't i couldn't get a job i couldn't get this it was so much easier to get into the streets man it's 2019 man you can go on fucking indeed get you a job quick super quick like it's it's not that hard to get a job it's not that hard to get into even if you do want to do fucking music or fucking podcasting or any type of endeavor where it's artistic more than working for a person shit even being a fucking entrepreneur you can go fucking start you a mobile detailing company mm-hmm. you know like there's all types of shit you can do you can go on fucking fiverr or like angie's list or any of these type of deals and be a fucking freelancer you need you could fucking go learn a trade you can be a fucking plumber you could be an electrician a lot of this shit you can do with a felony and like I said, man, a lot of these motherfuckers who done been to the pen, did all the shit, that got all this motherfucking knowledge and information, they need to go back and teach the younger motherfuckers, hey, man, you can come up here and get in at my job. They paying such and such. 
you know, I work at this motherfucking oil refinery we hiring right now. Y'all go ahead, come to the oil refinery and get in where I'm at. You know, after a certain amount of time, you get your benefits and you get this and you get that. But a lot of times it's the, the, the dorky motherfuckers that's trying to do that shit. Motherfucker come to your fucking school with some Birkenstocks on telling you about <laughs> some shit that ain't even fucking realistic to you. Because that's kind of where I fucked up. That's what made me go into the wrong direction. When I was younger, all the motherfuckers trying to tell me to do the right thing was dorks. I was like, I don't want to be a dork to get it. I like the way that I dress right now. I like to do the, the shit the way I do the shit right now. Fuck the bullshit. I want to do it like this. So I went the way that I went. But, you know, luckily I had a couple of motherfuckers in my life. Like my dad, he was pretty much a square my whole life. So I, I kind of realized, you know what? My dad ain't never been to jail. All these other niggas who I used to look up to growing up end up in jail, dead, and even when my dad would tell me as a little young dude, like, you know, you're going to see how these niggas turn out. You're going to see how these niggas turn out. Shit. In your formidable years of being young, you ain't seeing it yet. you like, shit, I'm 12 years old. Nigga, that nigga still got woofy woofy woof. I'm 13. That nigga still got woofy woof. But then around like 14, 15, you like, ooh. And they got killed. Ooh. He got 85 years? For real? Damn. Mm-hmm. That's when you start realizing, and a lot of little young motherfuckers in, in our age bracket, this is kind of when we start getting into it. This is when we start getting put on the hood. This is when we start, you know, and all the homies, the homies, is ain't nobody getting killed yet. Ain't nobody going to jail yet. It ain't till you hitting like 19 and 20 when the homies start getting really cracked and getting them long years. Like, when my little partners got all, all stretched out like that, I was 20. I might have been like 2021 when my little homies all got cracked and did football numbers. Like, and I mean middle linebacker numbers, 99, 95, 87. Like these niggas ain't never getting out. And I'll be talking to these niggas on the phone and then get off the phone and be like choked up. Like I ain't never going to see this nigga again. That nigga ain't never got a chance. Like these are niggas I was in teenagers ain't even get a chance because they were so influenced by. The shit that they thought was dope. Exactly. And it's crazy because some of these same niggas when we was younger would be like, man, gangbanging is stupid. I would never do no shit like that. That shit is dumb because, you know, logically, it don't make no fucking sense. There's no logical motherfucker who thinks that gangbanging is a smart thing to do. But in the, the environment that you in, it's so normal to you that it becomes something that just it just happens. You know that what you're doing is some bullshit, but you so engulfed in the shit that you just fall off into it. You fall off into the war. Man, I remember playing fucking Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto 4, Nico Bellic said, war is where the young and stupid are tricked by the old and bitter into killing each other. Mm. And that's what this shit is. Like, we let the older motherfuckers trick us into thinking... That this is the shit to do. We saw them do it, so we do it. Them motherfuckers telling us, you know, it's a lot of times when y'all in the hood, like, I've heard motherfuckers my age and older mad at the younger generation because they felt like they wasn't putting in enough work. They wasn't doing enough dirt. These mm-hmm. little niggas ain't these yeah. little niggas ain't doing shit. These little niggas is bitches. Nigga. All these little niggas want to do is rap, sell dope, make money, pimp. These niggas bitches. Oh, they, they bitches for wanting to live. <laughs> exactly. Like, these bitch-ass niggas are trying to stay on the street. How dare you try and live, you bitch-ass yeah, nigga? Yeah, what type? You you little bitch-ass <laughs> nigga. You don't want to go to prison, little bitch. You don't want to get killed, you little bitch-ass nigga. Yeah. Nigga, go get killed real quick, nigga. You want to be a real nigga, go get killed. Go to prison. This same nigga who said this shit that I heard, I'm like, why don't you go do it then? You feel like niggas ain't putting in enough work going to mission then. Well, I did my years, nigga. I'm up, nigga. And a lot of them niggas, like I said, bitch ass niggas that ain't do shit. Sitting here trying to tell these little niggas to go do some shit that them motherfuckers ain't did. Niggas are suckers. Man, I had a, a little homie named T Rex, man, and I was like, I know, like, when when it got to a certain point of like, 
I feel like success, I'll be like, man, I'm gonna go back and get that nigga. Like he 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 was just so far gone in, in the gang shit at a young age. Young age, nigga like I mean fifteen, riding around in the G Rod with a with a body in the trunk. Stupid. You know what I'm saying? And and, and you know, it's unfortunate that you know, uh, of course, he he was killed last year. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, I'm like, damn, like that was a nigga. Like, but he was so far gone. Like some niggas, man, they so programmed, it just ain't no helping. You yeah, know what I'm saying when niggas get all the tattoos in the hoods on their face, it just ain't no helping. Cause when you get your hood tattooed and shit all on your face, that that's a green life. A nigga come kill you. There's no need to talk. No need to ask yeah, you where nigga. you from. It's, I know it's, it's an open statement. I see you, nigga. Yeah, you telling them exactly what the fuck you with, what you about, where you yeah. from, and all that shit. You technically banging on other people just by having it. You just cutting out the middle, man. You ain't got to talk, nigga. See, like, oh, that's where you at? Man, you know, and that's what it is, man. And it's so crazy because the nigga was right. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's red tag sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Praise like. Oh shit! Speaking of Geechee, got it. That nigga watching right now, man. What's up, Belo? But like with with that nigga, like I remember having a conversation with one of my other partners about him in particular. Mm-hmm. Like, cause we were saying, like, man, this nigga Belo got talent. Mm-hmm. Like this this nigga, he could do something with that rapping shit. Like this nigga's intelligent. Like this nigga got something. And we just was hoping, like, man, I just hope don't nothing stupid happen to this nigga. And a lot of motherfuckers in in this gang shit. That's what it be like, man. We we would hate to see something happen to certain niggas because is and this shit goes across hoods, ghettos, yeah. all this shit all over the world. Yeah, like it's too much motherfucking talent out here. It's too much motherfucking intelligence out here. A lot of these motherfuckers got something, but they life get cut short because of what they fell off into. Yeah. Like this motherfucker, like Balo, this with the shit. Like, if anybody think that, you know, like, you you watch this motherfucker battle and hear all the shit he be saying, and niggas like, oh, man, this nigga putting on. No. Nigga, I can vouch for that. My niggas really with everything he be saying. My niggas full-blown. But it's like, nigga, I'm, I'm just glad to see him just blowing up with this rapping shit because shit could have went a whole opposite fucking direction. And it's a lot of niggas underground a lot of niggas who I know in prison who had talent. Oh, like, yeah. motherfuckers call your ass and be rapping to you on the phone, and you like, this nigga got skills. Motherfuckers, you know, be drawing pictures on envelopes, sending you mail, and you like, man, this nigga could be a fucking graphic designer. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker could be doing all types of shit with this talent that he got, and his ass is behind bars. You know. And that ain't even to speak to the motherfuckers who passed away. Like a lot of these little young rappers, you be seeing them on DJ Academic page. Yeah. You know, young 19-year-old rapper from New Orleans killed, whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. This little rapper right here just got killed, like... Shit, little Snoop. Nigga. That fuck with Meek Mill. Yeah. Every, every rapper got a, a, a little homie. Yeah. Fucking game half bent. Mm-hmm. Like, shit. I, I know a bunch of motherfuckers who was like, man... This nigga wouldn't have died, he'd have been cold. If this motherfucker wouldn't have went to prison, he'd have been cold. And it's crazy because like 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 your boy, like he 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 getting it cracking in the battle rap scene. That nigga take off to a you know a, a certain uh uh get to a certain platform, he could change a, a a couple of his close homies' lives. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it's all about. And then they can change some people's lives. Like, you know, you have to Sometimes everybody ain't going to be with it. It's that it's that you got to take your circle 
and you get it and hopefully you know that shit trickle down to somebody else but you know when niggas get killed like that they that's why niggas hate it like damn like he could have he could have helped out so many exactly you know like man you you look at the influence that a motherfucker got and you just like man this this motherfucker could have did so fucking much like like when i whenever i see the homie go out of town and take two or three of the homies with him i'm like shit that that's enough time off the street for them to not have some bullshit happen to them. Right. Like I'm glad them little niggas in North Carolina somewhere. And we, they just get to get out the hood. Exactly. Period. Like these motherfuckers is able to see something that they wouldn't have been able to see otherwise. Like battle rap is taking a couple of the homies away from the bullshit right. and showing them something. Like I'm, I'm, I love seeing that shit. Like I'm, I'm glad to see any of my homeboys doing anything fucking positive. Oh yeah, most definitely. Like, it's like, man, I'm, I, I hate to hear motherfuckers call these niggas bitches who doing something positive. Like all oh, these niggas just rapping. These niggas is man. Fuck good. You getting money. Good. You staying alive. Good. Long as you ain't on the fucking streets. Cause man, it's like it's like I said, it's it's too much fucking talent out here mm-hmm. for motherfuckers to be out here trying to take each other off the fucking street. Like that's not helping us. That's super counterproductive. Right. Like we a whole lot stronger together than we are separated. Like just imagine if like how all these you know, like how the rappers is doing red and blue make green. Right. Like imagine it's motherfuckers down the street who probably a hell of a producer. And the motherfucker in the enemy hood who could rap his ass off. Mm-hmm. Like, just looking at, like, like J-Rock and Nipsey together rapping. Like a blood in the crib getting cracking. These motherfuckers making dope-ass music. Death Row, shit. Suge Knight, Blood. Snoop, Crip. Like, all, if we put this shit together, and them is just, you know, basically small serving sizes yeah. of what we could do, what could happen. If motherfuckers was united like this, this shit could be so much better if motherfuckers could learn to get out of this bullshit. Cause like, I just look at the talent just in my neighborhood alone. Like, you know, like I said, we got Geechee Gotti from my hood, BG knockout, my boy Spitfire. This motherfucker got platinum plaques in this house. Like he on, like we got talented motherfuckers just in my neighborhood. Like we got motherfuckers shooting movies, like top of the line entertainment. Like, we got some shit cracking. Like, shit, I got Seven Saturdays clothing. Club. You know, yeah, nothing but cash. My cousin, Mafia Wear clothing. That's Geechee shit. Like, man, like, motherfuckers got some shit out here. But we just need to get on a, a scale of beyond the four streets that border us. Mm-hmm. And let it just be the whole thing. And I don't just mean just Compton. But even if we did that, like the city I live in, like they all they gangs circled they wagons. And now the whole city of Rialto where I live at mm-hmm. is all united. It's toe biz and no biz. So now it's Rialto versus whoever. Mm. And I'm like, man, I wish they do that shit in Compton. Is that right? Yeah. Like you put the whole Compton card together. That'd just be a cool little start. Cause you know, like now, like they do the, um, the softball games mm-hmm. where, you know, it'd be like the Nutty Blocks versus the Carvers or, you know, the Wooty Woo versus such and such and, you know, all that. And that's dope. You know, that's a step in the right direction. But it's like, man, motherfuckers need to take that shit to the next level. Like, you know, all these baseball games, like, all right, for sure, that's, you know, we're going to do a ceasefire on that. And like I keep saying, don't put the guns away. Keep them. Yeah. Just don't shoot at each other. And if somebody get into a, a situation where they beefing with somebody, let them beef. But we don't all need to get involved as a collective. You know, if anything, if it's motherfuckers who, who have a, a, a problem with each other and they feel like it, it goes beyond a conversation, then we need to put them motherfuckers in an isolated situation where they handle that between them. You know, even if it is going to be some, oh, I want to kill them. Well, if you kill him, that's it's dead between y'all. Whatever happens, happens. Like in the wild, wild west, where they have a, a draw or a duel. Yeah. Do that, and then that's it. 
But we not finna have a perpetual war behind some shit that was between two men. Because that's, you know, that's fucking it up for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, you don't get money in wartime. You get money in peacetime. So we need to have peacetime amongst each other. You know, if, if war comes, war needs to be with outside forces only. We don't need to be busting at each other. We don't need to be killing each other. We don't need to be fighting each other. When we see each other, we need to see dollar signs. You know, because my thing with conflict, as far as just me personally and how I get in, is three things that I use for conflict resolution. Either conversation, compensation, or separation. If we can't settle this beef with a conversation, then we're going to settle this beef with separation. If you owe me some money and I feel like, you know, you can't pay that debt, then, you know, a step further, I don't lend what I can't afford to lose any motherfucking way. So there's really no reason that you owe me some money that I can't replace. All that means is you ain't pay the debt, I just don't fuck with you. So I go back to separation. But I don't never send it to violence unless you've just gone so far out of my realm of peace that I got to do something to you. But for the most part, that's how we all need to deal with each other. Motherfuckers be real quick to ride on each other. And we shouldn't do that. Like we need to really start looking at our brothers as brothers. We need to have the same Love and respect for them niggas down the street as we got for them niggas across the street, them niggas next door, them niggas that live in our house. Because at the end of the day, we are brothers and we need to treat each other as such because we got enough motherfuckers who beefing with us. We got enough motherfuckers who look at us as the enemy. So Mm -hmm. we shouldn't be looking at each other as the fucking enemy. Like, it's all bullshit. Like, these motherfuckers done tricked us into killing each other when in our all honesty they know that if we got together we'd be fucking unstoppable mm. and they they understand the the uh, the other people understand and that's why they keep tricking us yeah uh, you know what i'm saying they are they been tricking us they they'll we all know man shit's been going down they've been them dry i'm pretty sure a lot of drive-bys in the 80s when shit was calmed down even even with the uh the truce that shit was going on you know what i'm saying it could could have been uh, police or whoever the case government officials whatever the case that came in and kicked the shit back off like nah you can't handle no peace treaty yeah and the thing is what we all need to understand is we know what we need to do and we need to just do that no matter what happens if we decide look we're gonna have a ceasefire and some motherfuckers come through acting like you know they oh them, them is the niggas from down the street we need to realize no it's not because we've already had this agreement. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and keep this motherfucking agreement going. We know who that was that did that. And we're going to deal with that accordingly. But what we're not finna do is start back in the bullshit that we just got out of. Like we need to get on this motherfucking, this, you, 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 this unity shit. Once we decide to unify, then we'll be straight. But we can't let these motherfuckers keep breaking us up every time we try to get this shit together. That's what we keep fucking up at because it seems like every time we decide, all right, look, we're going to do this shit right. They do one little stupid ass thing and we decide, you know what, back to back to fucking up. Throw the whole plan out the window. Exactly. Like, no, nah, keep the motherfucking plan going. Don't let the motherfuckers kill the movement by killing a man. They can kill a man. They can't kill a movement. They can kill the messenger, but they can't kill the message. So don't let the motherfuckers keep doing that shit, man. You know, because at the end of the day, street cred is is worthless. You know, nothing that you do in this in these streets and shit is going to translate to success in real adult life. Like you're not going to be able to go to the home loan people and tell them how many bodies you call. That's not going to get you the loan. That's not going to get you a house. You can't tell, you know, potential investors or customers how how you was the, the number one D boy back in the day. That that's not gonna work. You you got to get your shit together. Like your real resume don't start until you decide that legal money is the way to go. Like that's when you can start putting shit on your resume. That's the shit that's really gonna count when you older. That's the shit that you could tell your kids. That's gonna move them forward in life. 
You can't tell your kids that you was out here catching bodies, whooping niggas' asses, going to jail and all that shit. Like, your kids is going to be like, why, nigga? Like, what the fuck sense did that make? Like, even little kids know that this shit is dumb. It's grown motherfuckers trying to teach kids to kill themselves. Mm. And that shit don't make no fucking sense. You know, because basically in the streets, retirement happens in a casket and in prison. Yep. Like, that that's that's the end game to the street. But the end game to be in the square is a check. You know, you get your little retirement check, your SSI check, you know, your insurance check. It's money. You get to travel, you get to see your grandkids, see your kids, pick your kids up. You ain't gotta see their ass through a fucking big thick ass piece of glass. You ain't gotta be in a box. Like, man, being a square ain't so bad. And as the black community, we we really need to realize that shit, man. It's 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 a better life out here when you got your shit together. You know, don't let these motherfuckers shame you into doing some bullshit. These motherfuckers trying to trick you off the street. And again, it's not the brothers teaching you this shit. It's the bullshit motherfuckers who taught your brothers this bullshit to teach you. It's bullshit passed down generation to generation to generation. These motherfuckers got us mind fucked into thinking that self-destruction is the fly shit, and it's not. They're selling it to you in music, media, and the stupid-ass motherfuckers that live around you. Fuck that shit, man. Don't let these motherfuckers trick you off the block. Shit. Stop shaming squares, too. Let square motherfuckers do square shit. If we wouldn't shame in these fucking squares, Childish Gambino would probably have a black wife. But, you know, I digress from that point. <laughs> this is your host, Young Dolomite, <laughs> of the Too Much Game podcast, here with my super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. Now catch me on all streaming platforms and YouTube as well. Check me out live on Spreaker at 5 o'clock on Sundays. And speaking of Sundays, it's Townhouse Media Sundays. Yes, it is. Three o'clock, cat versus dog. Five o'clock, too much game. Nine o'clock, no rules. Check us all out, Townhouse Media. Friday nights, seriously, not another podcast. Yes, sir. Every Friday. Hell yeah. 9 p.m. Man. Plug. <laughs> Shit. That was a good ass show. Hell yeah, man. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much gain. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.